Today on episode 253 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, you know, Windows 10 has been out for almost two years now, so if you're using Windows 7 or Windows 8, does that mean it's time for you to upgrade? Well, we're going to find out today. And if you're already running Windows 10, don't be too quick to skip this episode. You might just find some handy information today as well. Another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro, without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Hey, good morning, and welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer, and I try to do that without all the technical language, just regular, everyday English. And I fix a lot of computers every week. That's my main business. And as long as you have an internet connection, I can fix yours no matter where you are. So just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 253. So let's get started. Well, it's been a while since we talked about the good old Windows 10 upgrade, right? Seems like it's about time we discuss it again. Some things have changed, so it's good to stay up to date on these things. Now, a little recap for those that are new to the show, or at least within the last couple of years. Windows 10 was introduced by Microsoft almost two years ago, and I didn't really have much good to say about it. Now, my main complaint was based on two things, two different things. First was the way Microsoft rolled it out. You know, words that come to mind are obnoxious, deceitful, tricky. I think I may even use the word slimy a few times. It was really bad. In a lot of cases, Microsoft tricked people into upgrading their computer to Windows 10 when they really weren't even aware that that's what they were doing. And there were some people that actually knew what they were doing, and they deliberately declined to get the upgrade only to find out one morning that their computer had been upgraded to Windows 10 overnight, even though they specifically did not want it. You know, these are the tactics of criminal malware creators, not major software companies. And Microsoft lost a ton of credibility with the way they did that. The second problem I complained about with Windows 10 was concerning the software itself. Yes, it worked okay for some people, but a lot of my clients experienced problems, and in many cases it was related to their printer. Since the printer was built before Windows 10 existed, that meant there was no printer software available that would make the printer work with Windows 10. So people couldn't print unless they went out and bought a new printer. But it wasn't just printers. I had one client, this is a man probably around 85 years old, who allowed the Windows 10 upgrade because he was under the impression he needed it. But anyway, with Windows 10 running on his computer his wireless keyboard wouldn't work, just not recognized at all. And we connected a wired keyboard, a different one, also not recognized. Well, how are you supposed to use a computer without the keyboard? So we rolled back his computer to the previous version of Windows, which was Windows 7, and everything worked fine. So during that time, if you listened to my podcast then, or if you read my blog or my email newsletter, you heard me saying a lot of bad things about Microsoft and Windows 10, and I was definitely strongly recommending that you not do that upgrade if you were already running Windows 7 or 8. 
And now that we're two years in, almost, and I haven't really specifically talked about how good or how bad Windows 10 is currently, I still get questions pretty regularly saying, how about now? Should I upgrade now? So here's my current recommendation. Really, the overall answer is, it depends. And I'll tell you what I mean. If your computer is currently running Windows 7, I would say that you probably don't need to upgrade to Windows 10 yet. Windows 7 is a great operating system and it works fine. It's still supported by Microsoft, so any security holes they find in it are going to be patched up by the Windows updates. But I don't want you to think, oh, that's such a relief. I don't ever have to think about that again. That would be a mistake. Microsoft is going to support Windows 7 up till January of 2020. That means as of the date of this recording, you have about two and a half years until Windows 7 is no longer safe to use. That doesn't mean you have two and a half years to start thinking about what to do. You need to get this taken care of well ahead of that cutoff. Don't be part of the crowd of people that, you know, put it off and then get surprised by something unexpected happening. Here on this podcast and in my blog and newsletter, I'm going to start encouraging people to start taking action on this starting in January of 2019. That's a whole year before the deadline. So just be thinking about that and be ready to do something when the time comes and don't wait till the last minute. Now, what if your computer is running Windows 8 or more likely Windows 8.1? Well, I can only tell you that if it were my computer running Windows 8.1, I would do the upgrade to Windows 10. Windows 10 is, in fact, a lot better now than when it first came out. But the reason I would do the upgrade is not because of how great Windows 10 is, but rather how awful Windows 8 is. It's just a disaster. Windows 8 was the version when Microsoft decided no one needs a start button or start menu anymore, and that was a huge blunder by Microsoft. People would sit down at their computer and not know how to open the programs they use all the time. That was extremely frustrating, and as a result, Windows 8 is pretty much universally hated by PC users all over the world. Now, the Windows 10 start menu has its own problems, but at least there is a start menu. Of course, if you've been using Windows 8.1 for a while and you're used to it, maybe you don't want to switch to Windows 10 yet, and that's fine. For Windows 8.1, the cutoff is more than five years away. It's January of 2023, so you've got lots of time to think about it. But like I said, if it were me, I would not want to spend another day using the crappy Windows 8 system, so I would do the upgrade to Windows 10. And here's another thing to consider. If your computer's old or it's having problems, maybe the hard drive's failing, or the laptop keyboard keys are falling off, or the screen is cracked, if anything like that is happening and you're thinking about replacing the computer anyway, then of course, don't bother with upgrading that computer to Windows 10, because when you buy a new computer now, it's going to come with Windows 10 anyway. So there's really no point in putting repair money into a computer that's going to be replaced soon. Anyway, and some of you might already be aware of this. My own primary computer is running Windows 10. But that's not because I suddenly fell in love with Windows 10 and decided to upgrade. In fact, if nothing had happened, I probably would still be using Windows 7 because I really like it. But several months ago, my main computer died and it was not worth what it was going to take to fix it. And the replacement computer I got just happened to have Windows 10 installed. At the time, I wasn't really too happy about that part, but the other factors outweighed that one thing, so I went with it. And for me, as a tech, I need to be really familiar with all the current versions of Windows, since my clients use all the versions. So using Windows 10 on a daily basis has actually been a good thing. But having said all that, 
I don't want you to think upgrading to Windows 10 is just going to be all puppy dogs and rainbows. It still has issues. And some of these things aren't even accidental bugs in the software. These are some things that are actually designed into the operating system. Because once again, Microsoft always thinks, hey, we know best. If you use Windows 10, you probably are already aware of some of these things or all of these things. Now, the good news is most of these things are fixable. Here's a few of the things I'm talking about. First is telemetry. This is a group of things that are just baked right into the Windows 10 operating system deliberately, and most people consider them to be a pretty big invasion of privacy. The computer actually listens for your voice to be ready for you to do a search. They track what websites you visit, what search phrases you use, all kinds of personal stuff like that. And then all that information gets sent back to Microsoft. That's not a good thing. So when I'm setting up a new Windows 10 computer for the first time, I always disable all of those things. Next up is all the junk in the start menu. You know, back in the good old days of Windows 7, you could click the start menu and just see a nice list of your programs. You could scroll down and click on what you wanted. Well, now the start menu is cluttered up with ads for Microsoft Office. You've got games like Candy Crush and Minecraft. They've got the weather report for some city that's not your city. And there are links to movie or TV show reviews, just all kinds of crap like that. Again, it's another thing that's inconvenient, but I get rid of that nonsense whenever I set up a new Windows 10 computer. Then we have Cortana. You know, Apple has Siri and Amazon has Alexa. So I guess it was probably pretty predictable that Microsoft needed some kind of an artificial intelligence thing for us to talk to. But you know what Cortana reminds me of? When you first install Windows 10 on a computer, one of the screens that comes up in the beginning is when you're introduced to Cortana. And what you see on the screen is this ball that's bouncing up and down, and it's asking to be your personal assistant. Like, hey, go ahead, ask me a question. I want to help you. It reminds me of that Microsoft Office mascot from a long time ago called Clippy. You know, you probably remember that. It was that little paper clip with eyes. And every time you opened Microsoft Word, little Clippy would pop up and say, Hey, it looks like you're trying to write a letter. Can I help you? Uh, no thanks, Clippy. Please go away. Everyone hated that thing. But it doesn't matter. Microsoft says you will like another animated bouncing thing on your screen. And all you have to do is click that Yes button, and Cortana is all enabled and ready to quote-unquote help. But if you read the fine print, it's right there on that screen. It says... Microsoft collects and uses information including your location and location history, your contacts, your voice input, your speech patterns, your searching history, your relationships, calendar details, content and communication history from messages and apps, and other information on your device. That last phrase just kind of covers everything. The other information on your device. Let me just say the whole computer gets sent to Microsoft. So yeah, Cortana is another one of those things that I turn off in Windows 10. And another thing about Windows 10 that I don't like is the Edge web browser. It's really crappy. And of course, it's set as the default web browser since Microsoft really, really wants you to use their software rather than the browsers that most of the world prefers like Chrome or Firefox. But that's okay, too, since you can install your browser of choice and set it to be the default browser in Windows 10 instead of Edge. And when you do choose another web browser, 
there's this little window that comes up where Microsoft is kind of pleading with you, saying, hey, before you choose Chrome instead of Edge, wouldn't you like to just try Edge and see how great it is? It really seems kind of sad. Like Microsoft's crappy products are so desperate for love and no one wants to use their crappy browser. Okay, enough of the word crappy. And that's another thing. Even when you choose a different program to be a particular default program for certain types of files, sometimes Microsoft changes the default program back to their software. Here's a really good example of this. When you open a PDF file, everyone in the world knows that a PDF file is supposed to open in Adobe Reader. That's just what everyone expects. But in Windows 10, unless you change it, when you click on a PDF document, it's actually going to open up in the Edge web browser. That's right. Microsoft says you're supposed to like it when your PDF files open up in their program that's actually designed to view websites. That's something I just, I really don't get that at all. So you install Adobe Reader, which of course is free, and set it to be the default. Well, guess what? At some point in the future, Windows 10 is probably going to change that default back to Edge. So you have to change it back again. It's really just infuriating, and it's just more evidence that Microsoft just doesn't get it. They're really out of touch. But again, not to worry. There's a way to keep them from changing your default programs, too. In fact, I'll probably do a show uh, dedicated to that, just to talk about that particular process. And there are other things, too, but I'm not going to go into all of them here today. Now, you'd think after saying all that, that I would be really dead set against anyone using Windows 10. But the thing is, almost all of those bad things in Windows 10 can be fixed or disabled either through a third-party software that's free or by a setting that actually is inside Windows 10 already. So Windows 10 can work okay and be acceptable for the most part as long as it's set up properly. So here's the bottom line. Here's the summary. If you're using Windows 7 and your computer's working okay, you don't need to upgrade yet, but remember you're going to have to start thinking about that process not too long from now. If you're using Windows 8.1, I would recommend upgrading, but you really don't have to if you don't want to right away. And if you go out and buy a new PC now, it's going to come with Windows 10 anyway, but with the proper configuration, it'll be okay. So I hope you found that helpful, or at least informative, and if you did get some benefit from today's show or my podcast in general, here's how you can show your support. And it doesn't cost you a thing. Just shop on Amazon using this link computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop or just click on the Amazon link at the top of my website. You just buy the things you want and Amazon sends you those things and they send me a little bit of money for sending you over there. And I really do appreciate it. So today you heard about what I think of Windows 10. What do you think of it? You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com or you can call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468 and leave a message anytime, day or night. And I would love to hear from you. And that'll do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website computertutorflorida.com And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.